to the north, south, east, and west, four corners of the world. Greetings from the wild, arid desert of the American Southwest. I'm your host, Chaos Blue, and this is the Fanfic Maverick Podcast. Happy 2022, y'all. With the new year here, I have some new goals for the podcast. I mean, obviously, of course, I will continue to bring you those episodes with the fanfiction creators that you know and love, but I did want to start dropping the occasional bonus episode featuring chats with other podcasters. I received a really nice note from a podcast called So You Think You Can Fan In. So I figured that this was a great way to start our new bonus series. So with me today are the five formidable hosts of So You Think You Can Fan In podcast. Gentlemen, Mike, check, please. When I say your name, please say hello to our audience so that we can hear your voices. We have Sergio. Hello. Matt. Hey. Jake. Hello to our audience. Michael. Salutations. And Kai. Hello, everybody. Perfect. Roll call complete. School is now in session. Just kidding. (laughs) All right, gents. So you have been podcasting now for, let's see, ah, since March of 2020. So in a couple months, it'll be your two-year anniversary. Grats on that. Yes. Super, super cool. Yippee. I know. Very cool. I've gone through your episode list and it's like this hodgepodge of fandom related content, right? So you guys do stuff ranging from movies, TV, video games, fan fiction, etc. I wanted to get your take on what your podcast is all about, right? So pretend that I'm just some Joe Blow on the street. I don't know you. I don't know your show. How would you describe your podcast to me in 60 seconds or less? I'll start. We can all take a shot at it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Our podcast is just a lot of us finding things that we like, we like, and just talking about, like whether it be fan fictions or just fan fictions on things we like that we don't know anything about, or more well-known fan fictions. Just if we think it sounds funny or it sounds interesting to read, we read it. It's very hectic and very chaotic because that's just who we are as people. (laughs) Varied interests, right? Yeah, we all like a lot of different things and we all expose each other to those things pretty much every day. Uh, Matt, if you want to (laughs) go. Well, I think the uh, the simplest way to describe it is we're a bunch of people who have our own varied interests. And when we get together and have fun, this is one of the hobbies that we like to engage in to have fun together. When we're recording, it's less of a perfectly professionally put together thing like you so you so often have put together for your own audience but we like to just sort of it's basically a recording of us just having a chat as friends for a while we try to keep editing or necessary editing to a relative low not just for our own sakes but also because we like to record that and keep it as it is and of course as jacob said we include fan fiction of video games and all kinds of stuff in there as much as we can it's all just fun to us. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like you're really trying to keep up that casual, colloquial vibe. Oh, yeah. You can tell by the loud noises we include most of the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have noticed that, actually. Yes, yes. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> we, we do have some, some edits, though, that I'm very proud of as well. Just like, like Whether we have to censor audio for like language reasons, whether it's in the fan fiction or just like us telling a story. Like sometimes we just we just put in the like the like sound effects that we we're listening in on the editing and like Kyle like falls over from laughing, which is a regular occurrence. <laughs> yes, I think uh, my favorite one was uh, we read the webcomic Tales Gets Trolled and we used the uh, the name Greg as a censor 
Because there's a lot of language in that in that story. You've never read <laughs> it's it. very but well. Every known time there was any like any swearing whatsoever, just as a joke, we would just censor it. Even though we swore on like in the episode, just if the comic had swearing, we would censor it. Now, out of the five of you, who is the unlucky soul who gets to do all of the editing? Uh, that would be either Matt or me, depending on who recorded the episode. Used to be me, but I was uh got busy. It depends on who is recording for the day. I see. I see. All right. All right. Well, anyone else want to give a shot at describing the podcast 60 seconds or less? Yeah, I'll take a shot at it. A group of friends decide it's going to be chaos tonight, and we try to entertain ourselves with whatever we can dig from the drenches of the internet. Sometimes we find something really good and we love the hell out of it, and other times we just find something that we like to giggle about. It's all in good fun. Of course. Of course. Of course. And I like that you use that word. I like that you use that word fun. Because that kind of transitions us into the next question. But before we move on to that, was there anyone else who wanted to take a shot? I guess I'll take my shot. So You Think You Can Fanon is a podcast where you come for the episode title and stay for the, the characters on the podcast. The biggest draw for us is us, because we're characters. And we try to just speak our minds about fiction and writing and just giving our thoughts on whatever comes into our lap. Yeah, I'm very opinionated about cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what makes a good podcast, though, right? Opinions? We're all yeah. very opinionated on a bunch of stuff. <laughs> we are aggressively opinionated. <laughs> good, good. I'm sure that's what makes it very interesting. That's great. You know, speaking of having fun, I'm always super interested when I talk to other podcasters. I love talking to other podcasters because I'm always super curious to know why do other podcasters do what they do? I love podcasting. It's been one of the best things I've ever done in my entire life. I know why I do it, but I'm always curious to know why other people do it. Because let's be honest, right? It's a lot of work, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like there's the planning, there's the editing, there's the mixing, there's the marketing, the scheduling, the this, the that. It's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. I think I asked you, Sergio, when we were having that conversation on Discord, why do you guys do this? And you said something to me like, uh, well, it's fun, which is perfectly valid, right? And then I think you said something like, you have a lot of fun seeing the audience numbers go up, which is fair, right? And I just think it's funny that there are some shows that are more, uh, you know, mission-driven, purpose-driven, and then there are others that podcast for different reasons, and that's perfectly valid and cool. So I want to know, for you guys, why do you podcast? What's your reason behind doing what you do here? I was the one that pitched the podcast originally, and it was like, we used to do, and we still do, a panel where... We like to read fan fiction. It was called So You Think You Like to Read Fan or So You Think You Can Read Fan Fiction. And we basically just found like a bunch of mainly funny fan fictions to read with the audience that were dialogue heavy to try and, you know, make everyone laugh because the performance was what made it work. And the main purpose of the podcast was basically like, that was a lot of fun. Let's just keep doing it. Yeah, I think that's a good description. <laughs> One day we were just like, hey, let's just do that podcast. Because we would always like joke about it and be like, oh, let's do a podcast like the like the panel we did but it's just us reading and then after a while we were like it was, it was especially it was right in the swing of covid like right when it started so we didn't have anything to do for contact sergio and i went to the same college up in michigan i got kicked out of the dorms because of covid and i went home and so i was already like it was like two weeks before that so we were i was like expecting it to happen i was already like getting my stuff together i ended up going home before it, we even actually got kicked out but I was like, hey, we don't have class for the next God knows how long. So let's just do this. 
That's awesome. I think that's really, really cool that you guys had something that you conceptualized that you thought would be cool and would be fun. And then you guys just went for it, which I think is super cool because a lot of people out there, I think, have ideas of things that they want to do or they have goals or whatever, and they just never happen. They stay up here as far as ideas go. So it's very cool that you guys decided to take it a step further and actually put it into action. I am curious to know, though, like, who spearheaded this? Because with five people, you know, with different opinions and things like that, I'm sure sometimes it gets a little crazy. Sergio. Sergio. (laughs) Is Sergio the one that kind of spearheaded the whole project? I feel like it was at the start. I was the one that was doing it because I was like, all right, we're going to do pre-recorded episodes. That way when we go, we don't have to worry about it. We can just keep recording episodes and have that initial like boost and get, you know, get that content out there. But uh, after a while, I was like, well, I'm more busy. And Sergio just kind of took up the reins on that. And he's been an absolute legend. The, the the idea was also kind of Sergio's I, Sergio and Kai's idea baby for the yes. panel originally. So yeah. I, I I like to I like to give them a lot of credit for it. At, at least in my eyes, Sergio. I feel like we don't really have like a like a a leader per se. I guess like we don't have like a head of podcast. I'd say if we did, it would probably be Sergio. But also like we don't really care that much to be like Sergio was in charge of everything because we just kind of. <laughs> right, right. There are some days where we're just like, hey, we're bored. Let's record an episode. We don't like we usually try to plan it out ahead. But there's some days where we're just like, it's a Wednesday. We can record. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's good, though. That's good to have some semblance of structure, right? But then be able to just be spontaneous sometimes. I'm sure that sometimes you get some really good content that way, right? Oh, for sure. And I I wanted to mention, I think a big motivation for us to do this sort of thing is because we want to not only interact with fan contents that we find interesting, but also to interact with each other. We've all been friends for a really long time. And, you know, even though we can have some differing opinions and things can get heated or whatever, at the end of the day, we're in it to have fun with each other, not just the content that we're showing off, I guess. If it weren't for this podcast, like, like the fact that Kai is in my basement right now is like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> because for, for people listening, we're, we're just all, we all, like everyone flew in and drove down to just hang out at my house for the weekend. And like, I haven't hung out with Kai since we graduated high school in 2018. Yeah. No kidding. Like, we yeah. And, that, we that, just, and that's only because Jake drove up for my grad party and Kai happened to be at his grad party. Oh my goodness. So the podcast really does help you guys to stay cohesive as oh, a friend yeah. group. Here's also the, the, the funny thing about Jake and Kai meeting is that the fanfic that uh, we started reading on my po- podcast, on our podcast, sorry, um, called Persona Silverman, which is written about, uh, it's like a loose Persona-esque interpretation of my high school time. Jake is the main character, and Kai would read about Jake in this story. And I'm like, you're actually going to get to meet the one and only Jake. <laughs> yeah. It was like meeting a Did celebrity. Did you feel like meeting a rock star a little bit? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. You, you, you I, don't I, need to toot my horn that much. It goes straight to my head. Well, you're the funniest one on the podcast. We already know. Ralph told you, so it's fine. I'll toot your horn a little bit. Yeah. But I, I mean, can also tell you from personal experience, he is super smoking sexy hot right now. <laughs> 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 I'm drinking a beer. And I will take I'm your sweating. word for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, like me, Sergio and Kyle went to the same high school. So this is just kind of like, yeah, we're just shooting the shit for the night. 
but it's usually like when we go to conventions and stuff it's usually like me serge and kai or me serge and jake uh matt was just always kind of out of our reach for a while and now we finally got to meet this wonderful man well thank you see when you live in nebraska and the rest of the group lives in the the michigan area it's really hard to meet up surprisingly i know it's a, a big big shock but yeah it's a little hard i i do want to i do want to know if, if you plan on asking us how we all met we don't have the time to cover that it would take the entire recording time yeah it's, a, <laughs> it's no, we could do a podcast episode an, on our on our deep lore insanely <laughs> long story that i feel like at this point we should make an episode about it <laughs> you may want to just for context because if you keep doing episodes about that fan fiction series people are going to want to know they will have questions so <laughs> You may want to think about they that. They met Matt through yeah, me. for sure. And I met Matt through yes. this guy and this guy and this guy. And it's just a long story. It's crazy. It's, it's, a, a, it's actually insane. It's yeah. a great, explain it to people. It's a great, wonderful chain that goes... Of memories? <laughs> yes. The chain of memories. It, it's a story that spans multiple continents, to put it into perspective. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Yeah, something that epic absolutely needs to be made into a podcast episode or two. Since it sounds like you have a lot of content to cover there. <laughs> so, okay, so as you have probably guessed, right, this show here is fandom related, but in a very niche way, we talk about fan fiction here on the Fanfic Maverick. What I do is I bring fan fiction authors on the show. We talk about the fan fictions that they write, the writing process, the fandoms that they come from, and then we end up talking about how fan fiction relates to their individual fandom experiences. I understand that a few of you may have dabbled in writing fan fiction, as we just discussed here a couple seconds ago. And I did have a chance to talk to Sergio a little bit about, you know, his background with fan fiction and all of that. But after speaking with Sergio, I came away with the impression that not all of you would really consider yourselves, how would I put this, like active participants or active members of the actual fan fiction community. Would that be fair? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I definitely... Michael, you can talk. No, oh, go ahead. I need to think about this. This is a big question. Matt, Matt and I, at, at the least, definitely grew up reading fan fiction at younger ages. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of fell out of it a little bit. Most of my my interactions with like fan fiction kind of stuff isn't direct fan fiction, but more like a lot of... I did a lot of role-playing, like, growing up. I did, like, online. Like, I, <laughs> I played Roblox a lot growing up when I was like eight or nine and yeah. I did like Dragon Ball role play and like made my own OCs and like history of the characters and would play like Dragon Ball games and like act in character. Super embarrassing. Like, you know, 13 years <laughs> later, I have no shame. That's, that's a lot of what I did. Plus, you know, I got into D and D in high school, so that's role play. You have to kind of write your own. It's like a fan fiction for a fan fiction when you create a character for D and D. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Actually, a lot of people have said that they transitioned from roleplay into fanfiction or that they discovered fanfiction through roleplaying. So that's actually a pretty common experience, I think, in the fanfiction community. Yeah, I, I would say that, like, I am quite a big part of the fanfiction community. I used to, like, when I was, like, a little babby, and by little babby I mean in my teens, I was a huge brony, and I loved the show, and I made my own characters. And I wrote on fanfiction.net. Of course, the, most of them are deleted by now. So nothing's uh, and changed. Nothing's changed. But <laughs> I, like, now I've, I've transitioned more into role-playing. And I, I greatly appreciate fanfiction. Uh, one of the things that I actually greatly appreciate about fanfiction, especially nowadays, is 
Sometimes there's a show that does like a really weird creative decision I don't really like, uh, looking at you, Shira. And sometimes fan fictions have the, like, because they have the time, they don't have the budget, they don't have people harping down on them, they can do a lot with them. And big shout out to all of the miraculous fan fiction writers. You guys have made me basically fall in love with the show every time I'm like, ah, it's for kids. And then I come back around, I'm like, oh, the Winter Jacket comic is so good. It's a weird kind of relationship. Like, I haven't posted much fan fiction, but I feel like I'm a huge part of it, more as like a reader and more as like a role player than I am as like an active author. Would you say that fan fiction has really enhanced your fandom experience? Oh, of course. I have. Um, so Miraculous, for those of the, like listeners that aren't know, don't know, it's it's a romantic superhero thing. And they have like a love square between the main characters and their alter egos. And it's really interesting. And I became a diehard uh, Marishat shipper, uh, which is uh, Cat Noir and uh, Marinette. Because I really like the dynamic that uh, the fandom has given. And even like ships like Bumblebee are like because of fan fiction, I fell in love with the relationship. Nice. Nice. I like that answer a lot. So if I didn't know any better, I would say that you are part of the fan fiction community if you have those positive feelings about different ships and different fan fictions and just having that positive experience. Yeah. I think without the miraculous fan fictions, I wouldn't enjoy the show at all. Wow. (laughs) You know what? A lot of us say that about shows, though. Believe it or not, that's a common sentiment in the fan fiction community is uh, we may feel a little blasé sometimes about the original content, but... (laughs) Yeah, like all I'm saying, fan fiction writers have the power to like fix a redemption arc if it's a little shaky and... They they can just soar with what they're doing, and I'm incredibly like impressed by a lot of the great work. Were you talking about Shira with that statement, Michael? I might have been throwing a little bit of shade at Shira, <laughs> just a tiny. Yeah. All right. So who else? Who wants wants to take a shot at this question here? I'll take a shot. So I started doing fan fiction before I really even knew what it was. I would write fanfics about like original characters that I had for, like, Warrior Cats and, like, the Dragonology book series and stuff like that, taking, like, the basic universe premise, but then just using my own original characters for it. So it's kind of just, like, I I guess stealing the world building from other works. But then I ended up branching out into more, like, traditional fanfic writing. But I would consider myself to be more of a lurker in the community, because while I do write fanfics, I've never posted them anywhere. So this uh, okay. this podcast has oh. been an interesting way for me to actually interact with the content that I've been like reading and partaking in, but just haven't shown to the rest of the world. Oh, so you have never once posted anything nope. that you've written? Actually, no. I think I posted maybe like one part of like a Naruto spinoff, and that's about it. That's okay. I was saying that we should post the things we write for the fan fiction onto a website like AO3 or fanfiction.net or what have you, because we've written a decent amount at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have a So You Think You Can fan in fanfic account that uh, I've been using to post Persona Silverman on, and we can post whatever else we write for the podcast on as well. Yeah, there you go. There you go. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So it sounds like some of you are a little more involved than others. Some of you do write fanfiction, so I think that's super, super cool. So I know that among the different subjects that you do cover on the podcast, you do cover fan fiction quite a bit. And I have listened to several of the episodes where you find fan fictions that you do really like. 
And those are fascinating episodes for me. You know, fan fiction is kind of an interesting thing, I think, because the genre of fan fiction is so broad. And the reasons why people enjoy it are so varied. It just kind of depends from person to person. So I was wondering if you guys could tell me when you are looking at a fan fiction story and you're like, hey, this is really great. I really enjoyed this. Like, what is the criteria for you? Do you think I could take this one since I'm the writer a lot of the yeah. group? Yeah, sure. When I'm examining a fan fiction from like a, a critical standpoint, as we tend to do, I, I, I'm looking at it like this is another published novel. Uh, like this is a, like an like a episode of TV, like this is an episode of a movie. Um, I'm looking for well-written prose. I'm looking for great characters, great dialogue. But the flip side of that is when I can tell that the, the fanfic is either intentionally written a certain way to be bad for comedy, then I, I have to praise them. Because there, there's, a, there's a very specific way of, like, you can tell when something's bad for the sake of being bad or the bad for the sake of being funny. Like, there is a, there's a fanfic that we read called uh, Light and Dark, The Adventures of Dark Yagami. And I can tell from, like, the author's profile that it's written as a joke. It's not a good story, but it's hilarious. And that gives it merit as just comedy gold as you watch us laugh our, our butts off at this at the story that we're reading. Yeah, I think there's a very fine line of, like, what is bad to the point of it just being not good and things that are bad, like, but still very entertaining. I don't know which one I like more because when it comes to something that's genuinely bad, I feel like I can give it critiques and criticism that if the if the author ever stumbles upon it, maybe they could improve. I try not to shit on things. Are we allowed to swear? If not, I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, you are. Absolutely. Okay, I, I, I try not to like just be like, wow, this sucks and I hate it and it's bad. With certain exceptions, <laughs> with certain exceptions, like a certain novel that we're, we've been reading. But it's, it's very much like whenever I come across, even if I like things, I'm very nitpicky. So like, no matter how much I like or dislike something, I will always find good things to say and bad, th- good things to say about it and bad things to say about it. Just because that's how I've always been when it comes to consuming media. I've definitely laxed lately with it just because I, th- I think the podcast has definitely helped me find a way to just find enjoyment out of pretty much anything I can watch or read or what have you. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, the next couple of questions that I have to ask you guys, these might sound like tough questions, all right? But I like you gentlemen. I think you can handle it. So just go with me on here. I need to set this up a little bit logically so you kind of understand where I'm coming from. So I had that nice chat with Sergio on Discord. And, you know, he let me in on some of the other podcasts that he was hoping you guys could collaborate with in the future and all of that. I recognized all of the shows on this list. These are a lot of the shows that are in kind of like my neck of the woods, you know, my podcast neighborhood, if you will. (laughs) Um, And a lot of these fan fiction shows are, of course, fan fiction related. So it's interesting that when you dig into all of these shows, mine included, you'll find that we're really kind of mission driven in the sense that we were really tired of seeing shows out there that just tore into fan fiction for the laugh of it. We really kind of wanted the platforms that provided the more thoughtful, respectful conversations about fan fiction. And it's interesting when you take a look at different demographics in fan fiction and the different websites where you can pull fan fiction from, your show, and I'm just going to say it, 
does frequently feature episodes where you read cringy Wattpad fan fiction for comedic value, right? Yes. Is that fair to say? That's absolutely fair. I have the statement. There's nothing good on Wattpad, and it hasn't. Nobody's changed my opinion on this at all. Yeah, no, no, and I, I don't think that your opinion would be changed. You know, I have my own opinions on Wattpad. In fact. When you talk to people in the fan fiction community, I feel like we have all really come to this consensus of what Wattpad is. Because when you look at the latest online statistics for Wattpad, you will find that most of the users on Wattpad, so the readers and the writers, are between the ages of 13 and 18 years old, right? And 70% of those readers and writers are f- female. They identify as female. So we're talking about like 13 and 14-year-old girls. It sounds like you guys are in the process of introducing yourselves to the community of fanfiction readers and writers. So, you know, the people that I roll with. And we're going to have questions, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. About no, this practice that you have of pulling fanfiction off of Wattpad and mm, mocking it. Would that be harsh? Is that a harsh word to use? Like, I don't feel it. like it I, is. I think um, I mean, the one the one that we like pulled from specifically because of clout was uh, duplicity. And the main critique that we had was that this is a one direction fan fiction. But the issue with the fan fiction was that you could replace the band with anyone and it wouldn't really change anything. I think that like, we of course like we find cringy stuff on there like i read my own wattpad fan fictions on there like reader x table for crying out loud like stuff that was of course meant to be bad but there are some stuff that you know this is these are young writers they're trying to get their feet wet and i don't want to tear down them as people or you know be like you're not gonna make it anywhere like they're doing this for fun who cares at the end of the day who really cares what they're you know what they're doing because it's they're doing this for the love of it that's the approach that a lot of us have taken is that, you know, we kind of just let them be because they're young. And we know that they're young. We're, we all do bad shit when we're young. <laughs> we're just starting out. I was a 13-year-old teenage girl at one point. You know, all the shit that I did at 13 years old was bad. But I just feel like definitely people in this community are going to have questions about that particular practice of yours, right? They're going to question what is the value or what is the purpose of five grown men making fun of fan fictions written by 13-year-old girls, right? Like, that's just the optics of it, you know, from our perspective. We want to know what your thoughts are on that. Absolutely. Because we want to get your point of view on it. Because obviously, you guys probably have a different perspective and point of view on that. What are your thoughts? My introspection on it personally is, so for context, my brother went to college for film. He's been doing film since he was about 13. I've been in a lot of them. So for me personally, I'm personally okay with people going and looking at that and making fun of me for it. Because of when I was a 13 year old, I was cringy and I can admit that. And I can make fun of myself for it. And I never do it out of like jest. I'm obviously nobody's perfect. I've probably said a rude comment offhand at some point without thinking about it while recording. I'm not a perfect person. But at the end of the day, when we make fun of fan fictions, we are not making fun of the people writing it for any reason. It's the same reason that I'm, I can make fun of, like, a movie that I didn't enjoy. Like, everyone's made fun of The Room. If you've ever been on the internet, like... That's one of my favorite movies, by the way. It's so oh, we're good. Big fans. 
<laughs> but the the room it kind of it kind of reminds me of that like fan fiction yeah. bad fan fiction to me is the room because it's like one person who's like I'm gonna make this amazing thing and like it's not good but I can still enjoy it despite that or even because of that I can get value out of it no matter how good or how bad it is I've never read a th- a piece of media on our podcast where I've been like. This is the biggest waste of time I've ever had because I enjoy everything we've read. I enjoy participating and being a part of a group who is experiencing it together, no matter how dated or edgy or what have you can be. I was a very edgy person when I was 13 or 14, so I can sympathize with these writers on how they are feeling and how they put it into their media because I definitely 100% did the same thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, I think that sometimes this perception happens, right, when we see stuff like this happen, just because there's so much history with people like making fun of fan fiction and, you know, mocking people. You guys are way too young to remember this, but there used to be websites out there back in the 90s when I was just starting out, you know, websites that would go after specific writers and specific stories to make fun of them. And so, like, I think that oh, there's yeah. this knee-jerk reaction in the community, right? Yeah, when they I see, see stuff that. like that of like, yeah. oh my God, you know? And I, as you're talking, I get the impression that that's not the perception that you're going for. Here's what I'll, I'll add my thing, is that, like, obviously this isn't a, like a, like a call-out post podcast. I couldn't tell you the author names of most of the stories we read. And at least up to this point, Unless, like, in their bio, because occasionally we'll click on the bio and someone goes, I'm a 12-year-old girl living in Wyoming, wherever, wherever, I don't know cities in Wyoming. I don't know the, you know, the description of the, 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 the person writing the story. So to me, I'm just, I'm just looking at a story. There was one, it was called The Lesbian and the Homophobe. We found it on Wattpad. Me and Matt read it. And not only did I come off the, the, the story feeling offended with how it portrayed lesbians but it was so poorly written that me and matt were like i i I can't do this and i went like like i always go into everything with an open mind the the jokes are coming from as i'm reading it i'm not going it's like all right how can i make fun of that i'm re and i'm like yeah most of the fan fiction that we even pick we just like we see like the title we see the description and we're just like no maybe this could be something good and like all the reactions that we have are completely blind like we don't go after these people specifically and again, like I, I'm gonna laugh at my own stuff. Of course, I'm gonna laugh at my own stuff. You can go onto Tumblr and type in the gravity stuck and find my cringy old role plays with people with my OC. Like I'm not nobody's perfect, and I think just like the main thing that like on the outside, it's like oh, it's a knee, you know, the knee jerk reaction that you have with like this kind of fan fiction podcast is you know it's just a very different thing, not very as like uplifting. But I think I think another part of that is like at least to me when it comes to this podcast is like you're not really coming for the like the actual fan fiction like itself you're coming just to kind of chill out with the gang and maybe have a good few laughs and you know maybe we find something that's like amazing like there was a cells at work fan fiction that sergio stumbled across and it was absolutely fantastic absolutely you guys have absolutely done really great episodes about fan fictions that you do like so we can absolutely acknowledge that you have, you know, you've, you you find ones that you do like. So if I'm hearing you correctly, and tell me if you think this is fair, it sounds like alienating the fan fiction community is no. not what you're trying to do. No, no, no not if at all. If we were alienating right? yeah, them, okay. I think we would be way more harsh and we wouldn't even be wanting to come out to this, you know, podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
I also get the impression, just from reading your tweets, that you have had concerns about that in yeah. the past. Is is that fair? Yeah, we had a we had someone come up to us at our at Colossal Contexas. Shout out to Colossal Contexas uh, at the beginning of our fan fiction panel, where someone was like, "Are you going to be bullying anybody like while you're reading like you're reading these? Like, you're going to bully the authors?" And we were like, "Well, for one, that's against the uh, rules of the convention. So no, <laughs> we're just here to have a good time with people." And uh, Matt did have something to add, so I'm going to give him the floor for a moment. Yeah, I think the best way to summarize it is none of us, with the exception of maybe one Mike Freeney, author of our favorite novel, we could not possibly care less about who's writing most of the stuff that we read. We're interested in the, the content that's been written. It sometimes is interesting to see who's written it, I think, but we should probably put a bit more of a, a, a clearance here. People who've written it, we we don't we're not trying to criticize them. We're trying to criticize, uh, not even trying to criticize necessarily. Just talk about something that we find strange and interesting on the internet, whether that be bad in a way that's enjoyable to discuss and read and review, or if it's good and fun to read and enjoy and discuss and review. I think bringing the author into it for a lot of us, at least me personally, I've always believed in some separation of author from the work. And I think it's it probably brings everybody down a little bit to try to tie people to mistakes made in the work or try to say it's a personal judgment of character. And we've tried to avoid ever making a personal judgment of the author based on what's in the work, maybe sometimes for comedic effect. But I think authors are free to write what they want, good or bad, and not be personally berated for it. As long as it's not illegal. Yes, as long as it's not illegal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I appreciate that answer. I really do. And thank you so much for letting me go there. I felt like my audience would want to know where you guys are coming from on that. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for being candid oh, yeah. and being willing to go yeah, no. there with me on that. I really appreciate that. So we are running out of time here a little bit. I wanted to leave time to talk about your con experiences really quick because we have about seven minutes left. I understand that you guys just came back from Texas Colossal Con, which is sure super did. awesome. I think you guys did, what, 11 11 panels, panels 14 <laughs> hours. Yes. My understanding is that you guys have been doing panels at conventions for a while now, yeah. like all over the country, which Couple is super years. amazing. I feel like a lot of people in the fandom community think that that's really cool. And sometimes maybe they might imagine themselves doing fandom stuff, but they think, oh, my God. That's so scary. Everybody looking at me like that would give me anxiety. I can't do it. Right. Like, did you guys face like a lot of anxiety issues when you first got started with the whole panel thing? Honestly, for me personally, not really. I've always been uh, these guys can all attest when I come when it comes to pretty much anything that I do. I wing everything. It's horrible. It's like my worst habit. But so (laughs) I kind of went to the, the same thought process like, oh, I can just wing it. And so I don't really overthink. I don't really rehearse. I don't really, you know, all that kind of, I just kind of go in for it. And so personally, like, especially when the staff is really, is like cool with it. I am a big fan. I want to give a special shout out to the, to the staffing of Colossal Con specifically. They are all so cool and so understanding. And, um, they liked us because we had sound tests and apparently that's not a thing that people do at panels. Like, we did a sound test, and they were like, wow, that's professional. And we were like, it is? <laughs> yeah, I, um, to add on to that, because I've started doing panels for, like, about three years. Uh, I, I'm trying to be as supportive as possible. I'm working on a script for a video that's just like, here's how to do panels from someone who's done panels a lot. And Oh, that's cool. And uh, I, if you're part of the Yomacon Discord, I've also posted a, like, just kind of some general tips on just, like, what to do. But 
I go in on the opposite mindset of like, I'm not going to wing it. I'm going to be putting everything together. <laughs> I have jokes planned. I have things planned. Like I'm working on a panel called the history of fighting games. And yeah. I love that stuff because of course I'm going to go in depth on it. And I want to make sure that people are coming away knowing, oh yeah, this guy has a lot of enthusiasm and it probably helps that I took public speech for like a semester in high school and it's never like right. kind of faded away on me, but. I love conventions. And if if anyone wants to just like chat with me about panels and like, hey, how do I do this stuff? Like you can just reach out to me on Twitter and I can just answer any questions you got. So reach out to Michael, right? Reach yeah, out to uh, Michael. Equinox Doodles. I'm I'm that one. If you just reach out to the podcast Twitter, we will we will no any of us will respond. We all have access to it. That's so cool. No, that's very generous and that's very cool. Cause I think a lot of people would just have questions about that. Cause I think I think it's a very cool thing to do, right? Yeah. But people just don't have a lot of experience with it, and they wonder, like, how how does one start doing that? And, you know, Michael, I have to say, you and I are kind of the same when it comes to the preparation end of things. <laughs> I could never wing it. I would have a heart attack and die on the spot if I tried to wing anything. <laughs> I have a little bit in there, just a spice, but, like, no, I'm, I am, I've shut down. Like, I literally, like, put into, like, a Discord. We have, like, a little Discord channel called So You Think You Can Fannels. And we, I just threw in like a bunch of notes from Colossal Context. It's just like, we need to rehearse. We need to like make sure that things work. I want more images and less paragraphs. Cause if I can read your panel, I'm not going to pay attention. <laughs> I love that. We were both white girl wasted when he wrote that. And we're, cause we're oh, at the water nice. park drinking and riding water slides like yeah. a normal person. And so yeah. we like get to the room and he's like, can you read the paragraph that I put in the discord? And I'm just like. Can you ask me when I'm sober? A, a, a not normal person because I decided to go to bed. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying. Like uh... again, if you if you have direct questions about panels, uh, I'm incredibly prepared for that stuff, and I took classes on that stuff. So if you want to reach out to directly to me, I'm pretty fast at the reply. But if you want everyone's kind of perspective, definitely shoot it to the Twitter because I think that yeah. everyone here can even attest to like having different experiences and. While I'm super straightforward, and I want to make the less hassle for the staff. And especially like my first time doing a panel was kind of scary. Just yeah, I'm just free to chat. And if you have ideas for panels, shoot it my way. I love hearing about people's ideas, even if I don't understand anything about it. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, guys. So we have about two minutes left. Really quick. Tell us where we can find your podcast. Anywhere podcasts are found, just so you think you can fan in, um, our anchor, we usually post our episodes from Anchor on the Twitter, and you can get us that way. I think the Spotify's pinned. I don't know if that's true now. It used to be at least. Our Twitter is S-Y-T-Y-C Fanon. Fanon as in, like, canon with a F instead of a C. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, I know I've seen you guys on Apple Podcasts, so definitely there, Spotify. I'm sure you guys are on Google yes. Podcasts. We have, it's all stuff, over the so. place. Uh, Anchor does yeah, that for us. Excellent. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Well, that's awesome. So now people know where to find you if they want to check out your podcast. Very cool. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on today. I wish we had more time, but we are running out here. We're almost at the hour mark. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. This yeah, was a thank great you time. so much. Yeah, I had fun. So welcome. Folks, you can find the Fanfic Maverick podcast online at Fanfic Maverick Podcast, on Tumblr at Fanfic Maverick, on Instagram and Twitter at Fanfic Maverick, and I can always be reached at fanficmaverick at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, and I will see you next episode. In the meantime, keep on rolling. <laughs>